0: Whether you agree with Andrew and think The Clone Wars is for kids, or you're on my side and see it as great for any age, this podcast isn't for kids. Enjoy the show. Awesome. Andrew, uh, hi, tell, tell me what you thought of this episode.
1: Well, Alex, if you love soft porn for its plot points and dialogue, but hate the gratuitous nudity, then you are going to love this episode.
0: Okay, uh, point taken. I can see how this is going to go down. <laughs> But still, all the same, I promise the Clone Wars is awesome. So we're watching a condensed and customized ordering of Star Wars, the Clone Wars. If you want to follow along, I've linked the entire ordering in the show notes. With that, let's talk about Senate Spy. Why don't you give us a a quick little synopsis?
1: The Clone Wars writers reveal that they don't understand men or women or romantic relationships or banks or loans or investments or wars or espionage, as Padme is used as a pawn of the Jedi to not seduce a banker. Anakin's jealousy backfires and ends up saving the day as we all learn a valuable moral lesson.
0: And what is that valuable moral lesson?
1: To be determined. Oh. TBD. I just know there is one. Oh, right? Of course. <laughs> like,
0: of course. Yeah. Okay.
1: It wouldn't be the Clone Wars without
0: one. Yes. Okay. So, I, I'm, before, before we get into it,
1: like before I sink my teeth into this, why don't you tell me why on earth? Like why in God's <laughs> name did you choose this episode? So
0: I included this episode for a couple reasons. One, Clovis Clovis shows up later. So it's an introduction to his character so that you get context for who he is later. It's kind of the same thing. Why I included that, that episode with uh, the Gungan general? in in there so that you could meet hondo right so that because he shows up later Mm -hmm. so it's an introduction to clovis but it's also really important for padme because padme doesn't get many episodes and one of the episodes or episode arcs that she gets is one with jar jar that's really really bad jar jar pretends to be a jedi and it's trust me be glad i didn't include that one Mm -hmm. in this watch order but Padme doesn't get much. This shows a little bit of Padme and Anakin's relationship. If I didn't include this, they're definitely, like you would feel the absence of like, wasn't wasn't Anakin married this whole time? Those are the biggest reasons why I included this episode in the watch order. Certainly not for its romance or intrigue.
1: I think like after watching this episode, it's like, if this is what Anakin and Padme are like together, I just... Rather ask myself the question, where's Padme in this whole thing? Because this really is just, uh, like, beyond terrible.
0: I mean, they have a bad relationship. Like, anybody who thinks that Padme and Anakin is, like, a great love story is taking crazy pills. Because they fell in love while she was in hiding, and he was the only person she could associate (laughs) with. Like, just think back to Attack of the Clones, okay? Yeah. Like, she she needed somebody and there's this cute Jedi there Mm -hmm. you know creepy yeah sure but you know he's what you got right like I don't like oatmeal but if that's the only food around yeah, you bet I'll eat oatmeal
1: yeah they definitely go through some trauma bonding in Attack of the Clones and so it's definitely not like a great relationship it's just that this is the thing that happens with this one is that they do Anakin in particular does shitty things but it you don't see the consequences that you'd expect to see from someone being that shitty in a relationship is what I think the problem is. And I think that's usually, I think in the last few episodes we've been talking about, seems to be the problem is that the outcomes don't seem to flow logically from the actions. Right. It's like things happen and then the consequences you'd expect to see just don't happen. Right. Right. Because, you know, lazy writing. So, I mean, the first thing we're accosted by in this episode is Padme's anatomically impossible midriff.
0: Yes. Okay. Nothing about Padme's animation, like the way she's animated. Yeah. Nothing about it makes sense.
1: Like her rib cage forms this perfect crescent below where you would expect the bottom of a rib cage on a human being to be. Mm-hmm. So she looks like a robot. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. And I think like when they get to Cato Neimoidia, they've got like some sex robots who look like... Padme, right? I don't like, think so. Did they have sex robots? Well, they're just like these big booby robots, and it's like, why do you have metal boobs on? <laughs> That's robots a very like Star Wars small thing. Small waists and a big Very hits. Star Wars. It, like it's... yeah. But it just yeah. weird, right? And it's anyway. So I called them sex robots. <laughs> anyway, so Anakin returns home from battle to the sounds of smooth jazz as Padme reveals that she used to be a little homemaker before she became a senator, and then she wants to make a special <laughs> dinner, and then they cuddle. <laughs> Bow the wow wow.
0: I don't. I don't know if you're expecting Game of Thrones out of your uh, Star Wars animations or 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 what. But um...
1: no, like the writers are like, this show's for kids, but we need to show them like in love and getting ready to get down. But how do we do that when we're trying to market this to ten year olds? So right, right. They can just cuddle and say they want to be together. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Anyway, we find out that the Jedi need a spy to spy on a banker, but they can't get involved. So why don't they just use mind tricks or some other scantily clad woman in the galaxy to seduce him and get her to do the mind tricks? Nope. They need to manipulate Anakin into manipulating Padme to take on the mission.
0: You know, I actually, I don't think, I don't think that that, within like the context of Star Wars, I don't think that that makes that little sense because they've got what's really weird about the star Wars universe Mm -hmm. is that they've got senators doing crazy stuff like this all the time. Like this is like a really normal thing for a Senator to be doing is doing spying. Like they don't, there's no like spy organization in star Wars. There's the Jedi and the Senate. Those are the two groups (laughs) of people that exist in the star Wars universe. All right. (laughs) And so I don't, I I agree with you yeah. Yeah. that it doesn't make sense. Like yeah. it, it, you know. Don't you have spies who can do this? But or, you know. How about but, a sexy bounty but hunter in the Star Wars? In the right or a bounty hunter in the Star Wars context, though, in the Star Wars universe, this makes sense, which furthers. Like I firmly believe, Star Wars, Star Wars is for twelve-year-olds. Yeah, that, like. And the Clone Wars is still awesome though.
1: Like if so if my counter argument is that this is a kids show and then you're like, well, it's made for 12 year olds, but it's great. I'm like, well, <laughs> it's made for 12 year olds, like you said.
0: Okay. Um, but is it awesome?
1: <laughs> yeah. So like basically we need this convoluted like series of manipulation to get Padme to be the spy. Because we need to create a situation where Anakin has to eat his words about duty and show jealousy. And then, okay. And it's right. It's absolutely critical that this situation doesn't happen organically. We can't have an episode where someone from Padme's past comes back into her life naturally and her while her and Anakin are in a rough patch due to his constant absences and loyalty to the Jedi and the Republic.
0: Right, right.
1: Like we it it seems to be like mission critical to the writers that nothing is organic and natural about this relationship it has to be as convoluted <laughs> and ridiculous as possible right
0: right because i mean and uh, yeah and anakin is a jealous baby we already know that and it's okay if he's you know? a jealous
1: baby but let's have a situation where it's like they're fighting because it's like you're always gone and you're never home and blah blah and all of a sudden like the adults who are watching this with their kids are like oh shit this show's starting to hit close to home because my wife's always yelling at me about always being right bored oh my God, like this is showing, you know, and then some other guy shows up who's like bonding and connecting with her while Anakin's out at war. And all of a sudden, you know, it's a really emotionally complex situation, but instead it's like, we'll take the complexity out of the emotions and just add it to the plot points right. to manufacture a situation.
0: So, okay, this is this is interesting that you're talking about this whole whole thing. Apparently at some point, you might've been the one to tell me this actually. At some point, apparently there was... The thought floated that maybe uh, there was an Anakin or a, an Obi-Wan Padme thing that that Obi-Wan was like hitting on Padme or that uh, that Anakin was worried that there was more of a concern about Anakin being worried that Obi-Wan was going to Steal his girl. They shove
1: that in at the revenge of, end of the Revenge of the Sith. Right? They kind of, they kind of Where, have
0: that, have that feel. Like you can tell that that's kind of a remnant of that.
1: But they just, like, they just abruptly shove it in, right? Right. The, the right. guy who did the, the three, like, what if the prequels were really good? He sh- he put that in. Is like, you have the trio instead of it being Han Solo, Luke, and Leia. You've got Obi Wan, Padme, and Anakin. Is like kind of your trio. And, and you know how they kind of, up until Return of the Jedi, they have that kind of tension between Luke, Leia, and Han, right? And it's kind of, right. which one of the two guys is she going to go with? And, you know, he was thinking of kind of mirroring it that way with Obi-Wan and Anakin and Padme. It's like poetry, it rhymes. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah, which I'm glad it didn't go that way. I feel like I, I feel like that would have been weird but i i get what you're saying in the context of this episode it would have been nice if there was something more organic right anakin's always away and now her old friend you know is there even you can still have the spying part but just have it come up more naturally instead of the whole there's like this weird that weird scene where they are doing like reverse psychology he's like i don't want you doing this and she's like well, you can't tell me what to do. And mm-hmm. then she goes and does it, even though she didn't want to do it in the first place. She but just wanted to stick it to Anakin.
1: He's not doing reverse psychology. He's doing psychology psychology. The Jedi are doing reverse psychology to get him to inadvertently do reverse psychology, right? Like it's just this right, weird right, right. puppet master
0: kind of- I do, okay. couple things I appreciate in this episode though are when you can tell Obi-Wan is like, knows, like he knows that there's something between Anakin and Padme, right? Like, I, I think they show that a couple times in a couple looks that he, that he gives where he's just kind of like, oh, you know, the rest of the Jedi are kind of oblivious to it, but Obi-Wan, you, you can tell that he picks up on things. And I think, I think that was well done. Overall, again, the reasons I put in this episode were not because it's epic or awesome, it's an introduction to a couple characters. And it shows, again, once again, Anakin and Padme have a sucky relationship.
1: But it doesn't, like, to them, it doesn't seem sucky. And, and we'll see that throughout the episode. Like,
0: Right, it, but that's, that's the problem. Real people in real sucky relationships also don't see it.
1: Uh, okay, like I... Uh, okay.
0: You gotta give me that.
1: Yes, I agree with you. I just, I don't think that that's what they're showing. Like, they're not showing... How the relationship's toxic, and and that really comes about at the very end of the episode. Like the ending of this episode is right. probably just like like such a screwball ending. Um, but and right. first, let's let's get Clovis. I mean, galaxy famous Horn Dog, because basically everything he's saying to her is laced with innuendo, and he's per- perpetually just trying to make out with her while they're talking business.
0: You know, on the last on the last episode, I seem to remember you uh, asking. As, uh, requesting for a dialogue that works on two levels so um, it, you you were asking for the innuendo yeah. and here they come swinging in
1: it's just like yeah, they, <laughs> yeah you're right you're right I've okay yeah they did put in the innuendo but it's just like it's said with such an overbearing wink and nod it's like I hope we can be more than just friends I hope we'll get huh? closer than old times if you Know what I mean? Right? Right, right, right. Like it's...
0: Shrek- Speaking of being overbearing, if if people agree with this or disagree with it, you can email in at a clonewarspod at gmail.com. Just felt I'd add that in there. You know, we could, we could be... You could be more than listeners if you catch my drift. You could be correspondents. You could email
1: us. You may even get to be a participant... Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> like he's trying to make out with her on the rusty freighter. Like, I mean, like <laughs> this guy is just and then
0: like, I mean, okay. And then the guy can't take a hint. Like Anakin is like jolting the ship yeah. back and back and forth. Right.
1: And like Padme's not having it like this. I guess this is like a pre me too. Um, episode. <laughs> and right, I'm surprised. Right. The, su-
0: the me too movement happened in uh 10 BBY um, in the star Wars universe, <laughs> but it like, yeah, that, that was part of what led to the downfall of yeah. the empire.
1: Actually. So that, yeah. It's something that they haven't yeah. figured out yet. So he's just perpetually like trying to force himself on her. Yeah. Now the other thing, like just to show and, and coming from an accounting finance background myself, I get really, really, really frustrated when they, just screw it up when they talk about accounting, finance, and banking, and loans and stuff like that. So they're talking about loaning money, but then they're talking about an investment. Loans and investments are different, right? Mm-hmm. So when you make an investment, you buy stock or equity in the company. When you loan the money, you just you're entitled to interest and in repayment right. of the principal, right? Right. And so he's talking about loaning the money, but then they're talking about their investment and then talking about profits. So that doesn't even make sense because they should only be talking about interest. They're just throwing the random
0: economic terms.
1: Yes, they're just throwing them all out there, right? And I, like, I've like, i written a few more notes on that. I won't bore our listeners with it. But basically, like, their whole discussion doesn't make any sense. They're just throwing out finance words because it's the trade federation and the banking clan. Right. To make the banker seem banky.
0: Well, yeah. And then you have the trade federation there and the, the Nemoidian I forget, maybe it was uh, Senator Dodd. And he's just like, I hope we can be friends. I hope we can, you know, put our past behind us. It's like, you kidnapped her. Like, you guys, like, kidnapped her and held her hostage and, like, (laughs) ransomed her, like, again and again and again. What do you mean you hope we can, you know, put the past behind us? No, no offense. If anybody ever kidnaps me, we're not going to be bros later. Like, that's a deal breaker for friendship for me.
1: When you invade my planet and remember people on Naboo are dying because of the blockade, like starving to death. Right. Like <laughs> now we're going to start over. I'm I'm glad
0: I'm here for a fresh start.
1: Like Clovis brings Padme to N- Cato Neimoidia because he's like, you've got contacts over there and I'm trying to work out a deal. But it's like you don't use her to negotiate your deal because you're doing clandestine cl- crime syndicate kind of bullcrap. So why are you bringing her here for that it's like none of this is he's
0: thinking with his lightsaber yeah (laughs) exactly to use a to use a term by obi-wan i think in the next episodes or the last one or something he says that somewhere in the in around these shows he's like you're always thinking with your lightsaber
1: (laughs) exactly so anyway so he's got a hologram the the banking guy clovis he's got this hologram of the new droid facility he's going to help them fund and build and then Padme finds out about the hologram and steals it. And then Anakin comes rushing over. She guesses his password. Oh yeah, the password <laughs> is her name because he's still heartbroken over her from like however many years ago.
0: And it's just the word. No caps. No fingerprint. No, no voice recognition, recognition. No like special characters.
1: And it's like like if you think about like our civilization cannot function without the most uptight security. and And it's... Like, we're not going to get any further without more security. So it's weird that in this way more advanced civilization, they have, like, the most lax uh, internet, Yeah, you know, IT security.
0: Security. Yeah. They don't even have the internet because you have to go and physically get the right. file. There's yes. no hacking. Yes,
1: exactly. Right?
0: Like, she has to go to the physical computer. My, my four-digit PIN to open up my computer is is harder to hack. Than this computer was for her. Yeah, she just guessed it. She's like, Padme, you know, like what? That was, dude. Your your crush is your password. You've you've got problems. This guy's an incel. Like, yeah,
1: yeah. The other thing is, is that he's like a handsome, rich banker, and he's still torn up over this over this girl from the swamp planet, over
0: this polygon (laughs) from Naboo. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty bad, and. Uh, another thing, there's no backup. Like she just takes it and then he goes logs on and it's He's gone. like, it's gone. Yes. I'm like, did she delete it too? Like that wasn't very sneaky of her. Yes. She could have yeah. left it there and then they'd still have the plans. They wouldn't even know that you took them.
1: Nope. She took the flash drive. That was it.
0: Took yeah. The
1: flash drive for things. Start on flash drive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, I mean, so she finds out about the hologram. She steals it. She gives Clovis a hug. Anakin comes rushing in over in a fit of jealousy only to realize that there's nothing for him to be jealous about and he uses the force to capture the flash drive. So it's like he's almost about to get jealous and there's almost about to be bad consequences from his jealousy and then it's like, nope, he's going to realize that there's nothing to be jealous of and that she's just being a spy and he needs to. And so it's like we could have had an awesome blow up. Yeah. Where he blows his cover and ruins the thing from his jealousy and we could have seen some consequences from that. But no. Nope. And you you
0: kind of sort of get that later on when he's like you need to you need to help her or whatever, but then he just kind of like there's nothing nothing to it.
1: Like if if Anakin would have come in there blown his cover and been a hothead and been jealous, I would have been like this is legit. This is the one legit moment in this episode, but no, he just backs down and that doesn't make sense with the Anakin that we know who's protective and jealous,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? It, it's just, they take this weird left turn. And then, uh, I mean, Lot Dodd finds out Padme is a spy and then poisons her. Clovis finds out about the theft and the poison. Then Anakin shows up. Then we have this interesting exchange where Clovis alternates between Using Padme as a bargaining chip to get the stolen flash drive back, but then also saying that the only thing that matters to him is her safety. He's a complicated man. He's like Anakin. If you give me back the flash drive, I'll get the cure for the poison. And Anakin, no, it's I've already sent it to the Republic. He's like, she's the only thing that matters to me. <laughs> it's like what?
0: Right, right, you know? right, right. Well, and then and then the dumbest. Okay, this like I laughed out loud when when this happened when the nemoidian is is talking to uh was he talking to poggle who was he talking to it was, he was talking to somebody there and and he he says oh we could we could poison her he just like yeah. out loud I'm like what kind of person do you have to be to just casually turn to your friend and be like we could always just poison her <laughs> like i feel like even if you're the type of person to poison people you still use like code words and stuff right you're you're like hey, maybe we should call the plumber, right? Like you use other, other words, even if you're that type of person, but to just be like out loud, turn to your buddy and be like, let's poison her. Even though like clearly this other guy on our team is in love with her. Yeah. And then also she's a senator. Oh, and a sit- senator that I like set up a trade blockade. <laughs> around her planet before yeah no yeah that's not going to be suspicious (laughs) yeah hmm the very healthy young beautiful senator goes to cato nemoidia and dies of oh poison wow i have no idea how that happened it couldn't have possibly been the person who kidnapped her and starved her planet before
1: yeah that that would be the last bad
0: bad planning these guys are idiots
1: and yes and then like, here's where it just completely falls off the rails and goes completely crazy, is Clovis ends up doing the only heroic thing in this episode and puts himself at great risk by holding Lot Dodd hostage to get the antidote for Padme. Right. What a hero. He, he ends up being a hero, which is actually... It's like, wow, this is the only interesting turn and point of character development in this whole episode. But then this is what happens next, is Anakin leaves Clovis on Cato Nemoidia to be what appears certain death with a smug smile right right <laughs> and it's played off like a joke but i think if we're trying to show that like anakin has a dark side he should say it very coldly and when he's standing on the ship there should be some kind of shadow over his face or his eyes or something like that so that we get a feel that this is dark anakin being bad and that he's he is jealous and protective and crazy and not but it's like, like it's played off as a joke. He's like, "See you later, Clovis. Have some fun, uh, talking over your trade deal." <laughs> and it's like, this guy's gonna die. Like they're gonna and right, and Lot Dodge shows up with like a bunch of soldiers and guns, and it's like, let's right. have a conversation. It's like they're gonna kill this guy, and Anakin's just leaving him there, and it's a joke. <laughs> and you're like,
0: <laughs> maybe that, maybe that shows how evil he is, right? Because he's then, just like, he just doesn't care. May,
1: but it like. Because they're playing it off as a joke. Right. It's like with the I, swagger, it, you don't get the, the the weight of what's happening. It's like if he killed the sand people and he's like, I cut their heads off like I was playing T-ball.
0: It's <laughs> <Right>? so <laughs> funny. I think there is a way to like uh, to present it in the show as he, hey, you know, he just did something evil. He thinks it's a joke. But the way that we shot the scene, the way that we animated this, the way that the lighting is and stuff, there are visual cues to the audience, not to Anakin, but there's visual cues to the audience.
1: Yes that, yeah.
0: Well that this is something evil, right like you get you get the shadow in Attack of the Clones where it it looks like he's Darth Vader right like you get that shot where it looks like he's Darth Vader and that's a great nod to the audience. Anakin's not looking at his shadow thinking, boy, that's some great foreshadowing there. But the audience is looking at it saying like, oh, this is where it's leading. Like we're really starting to get there now. Right. And I, I think so. I think there's a way to do it. And maybe they didn't execute it really well, but I... I don't fault that part too bad i i I thought that was
1: well they had another chance to do what you're talking about padme wakes up she doesn't ask about where clovis is oh all she says is i'm sorry i caused you to doubt me she could have said anakin where's clovis you say i left him with right the nemoidians and and padme could have a sense of you know
0: like disappointment
1: or how could you do that to him or yeah or be disappointed or something so i just say like they there were multiple ways they could have done this they just didn't do it at right. all <laughs> right okay yeah and it it's like something dark happens and nobody addresses it and it's like the last episode we were talking about with the um remind me again with the uh with the jedi and the holocron heist and they're just running around like they're stupid but nobody realizes how stupid they are in this one it's like wow people are being evil but they just don't realize they're being evil and, like nobody realizes that they're being evil it's just like this is another day
0: right there's nobody on the outside to kind of be like well you know to poke holes
1: Clovis was kind of a scumbag, you know, horn dog. So I guess he deserves to die, and we're all cool with that. So he got what he deserved. see. So yeah. but it's like, wait a minute—he had a genuine change of heart and and does something selfless, and then Anakin's a big dick about it, and it's a joke. Right. It's like cheering for the bully in high school. Like
0: Star Wars is not known for its love stories. that, that that's that's my conclusion. I still appreciate this episode. I think it could have been better executed, but I still, I I still think it's fine. But Andrew, tell me, is, is the Clone Wars awesome?
1: Like on this, like, absolutely not. Like the, the number of times and ways that they're failing to tell a story is just like, you're just, you're just, this is what like a 10 year old would understand a adult relationship to look like. (laughs) (laughs) They're really failing at telling a good story. And I think we've shown the ways that they're failing at it. So I'd say the outlook is bleak right now.
0: Shake the magic eight ball. Yeah. (laughs) Doesn't look good. Yeah. Doubtful. Okay. So on the scale of Paw Patrol to Game of Thrones, where, where are we putting this?
1: Like, I, I don't, it's not, you wouldn't rank it on a comparable scale, right? It's like this assignment written by someone in a mentalist institution, would you give it an A or an F? Um. I give it a not applicable.
0: They didn't fulfill the requirements of the assignment. Uh,
1: yeah, like it's just like there's not a chance they're going to do the uh, the assignment, right? Like, right. <laughs> I I can't put it on the scale of those two shows. Okay,
0: okay. Well, <laughs> we've gone off the rails for an episode.
1: I, where 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 would you put it? Because I'm starting to wonder if I need to ask you if the Cold Wars <laughs> is still awesome because you're you're starting to agree with me. There more and more. there
0: are some tough episodes in here. I will concede that, okay? But I I promise the Clone Wars is is awesome. I don't know where I would put this episode in particular. I think the 10-year-old viewpoint of what an adult relationship is is pretty accurate. But uh, thanks for listening, everybody. (laughs) If you want to email in, if you disagree with us, if you agree with us, if you hate us, if you love us, please email us at Clone Wars Pod at gmail.com. That's all for this week. Tune in again in two weeks to find out what Andrew thinks of Weapons Factory, Legacy of Terror, and Brain Invaders.
1: We'll find out how bad Dave Filoni can rip off James Cameron's Aliens. I'm going to
0: disagree with that right now. And also note that I haven't seen Aliens. So uh, s- see you next week or two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.